0: Stop overthinking. We have been in the series now for quite a few days, and actually we only have a couple of days left. I only have a few more tips to share with you in regards to this topic. I hope it's been helpful to you, and if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning of the series as we've shared a lot of information that could be very helpful to you or perhaps someone that you care about. Who is struggling with the habit and patterns of overthinking and I just want to quick go back and, and share a little bit about uh, why we started off on this and what we shared in terms of the foundations behind this entire series. And I just want to remind you that, you know, we're all guilty of overthinking. But really, it's the same as any other bad habit. It becomes a pattern, a lifestyle. We, we begin to do it without even really thinking about the fact that we're doing it. It becomes subconscious and built into us. And if we don't start to become more self-aware of of the fact that we are doing it, and catch ourselves in the act if before we, before we begin to get too far into it, it can become something that actually suffocates us. So it starts out with avoiding triggers. So making sure that whatever you're listening to, watching in your life, getting involved in, the conversations that you're having are not triggers that are going to set the path for overthinking. Because those are things that you can avoid. You, you can choose to avoid or obliterate from your life and prevent all of this from happening. Then we got into changing your approach about making decisions, uh, embracing positivity, uh, becoming action oriented at many different levels, considering the bigger picture, which is always good to take that 30,000 foot view to step back out of our own skin. You know, stop waiting for the perfect moment, it's not going to happen. Set time limits for your decision making, so actually create deadlines for you to make that decision so you don't sit there and waste all that time that's just going to make you feel worse and set you into that downward spiral. Realize that you have no control over the future, but at the same time visualize your future in the best possible way. Um, give yourself uh, your best and always choose to just live in excellence, but don't beat yourself up when you come you know, um, into positions where you maybe didn't quite hit the mark that you wanted to. Practicing mindfulness, learning to recognize and stop extra thoughts, um, exercising, creating a to-do list. And I taught you about brain dumping, meditating, breathing. We talked about that, getting a hobby, practicing introspection. And now we are on to the next tip. So I want you to think about how you could reflect on this from and, and shift your perception simply by realizing what is the worst thing that could happen, Okay. Now that sounds like a counterproductive tip because we've talked a lot about positive thinking. We've talked a lot about, you know, reframing and, you know, trying to come at this from the best possible angle. But what I'm talking about is, you know, sometimes we get ourselves all up in a thither and we don't really realize that that maybe we're way overreacting to the situation. You know, maybe, you know, it's not as bad as we are thinking it's going to be. You know, um, even though sometimes some situations are kind of bad, they're probably not as bad as we are thinking they could be. So when we start to overthink about a situation and we begin to imagine the worst case scenario, you know, and we play it out in our minds and we visualize that it's going to be this horrible thing that happens to us, stop for a second and realize, okay, ask yourself, what is the absolute worst possible thing that could happen in this situation? For instance... What's the worst thing that could happen if you fail an interview? Well, you're not going to die. You can always just go out and apply for more jobs, right? What is the worst thing that can happen if, you know, somebody leaves you? Well, it's going to hurt, yes. You're going to have to go through some kind of grieving and process. But it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of your life. You can go on and you can either rebuild that relationship or move on to a new one. You know, and those are just a couple of uh, small examples, and I tried to use things that, you know, can feel a bit devastating in the moment. But, you know, take time to think about how bad it really is. As long as you're moving and breathing, you still have an opportunity to turn it around or to make something better of yourself. Okay, so thinking about the worst case scenario helps you realize that the worst possible thing that may happen is a lot less scary than the disaster scenarios that your mind is taking you into. So this is this is something that can just save you from a lot of anguish. The next one is to take a walk. There's just something about taking a walk, getting in the fresh ox- fresh oxygen, fresh air, possibly vitamin D from the sunshine, that'll calm us down and relieve our minds from stress and worry. So whenever you find yourself overwhelmed and running wild in your mind, letting your thoughts go rogue, stop and take a walk, okay? Go to to a park or just go for a walk in your area, maybe uh, down to a a beach if you have one nearby you or someplace that makes you feel relaxed. The idea is to connect with nature, all right, and feel the fresh air on you you and, you know, maybe play some music or listen to some uh, motivating podcasts that will encourage you. Focus on the sights and smells and environment around you. And just allow it to calm you down and soothe your mind. Well, we are winding down today. Um, and tomorrow we'll pick up right where we left off and we'll finish with these last few. Either tomorrow or the next day we'll be done with this series. So I encourage you to share it with others. This is Michelle you Your need of greatness or routine? Keep reaching higher. Never, ever give up on your.